The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. Good morning. You're listening to The Nonprofit Voice with Ron Gold. 2024 is my 50th year in radio, and this year I will be highlighting the people and nonprofits who've been featured on my shows in the past 10 years on 103.9 FM, Long Island News Radio, who've made a difference in the lives of people with disabilities. The Nonprofit Voice is a division of Marketing Works and Event Works. Today's featured agency is... Heroes to Heroes Foundation with our man, Mike Holtman. What's up, buddy? Hey, how are you doing, Mike? How you doing, my friend? What's been going on with you? How are you, you excited for Heroes to Heroes Foundation this year? I, I really am. You know what? It's such an important cause. You know, the uh, combat vets who, uh, who suffer from invisible wounds, you know, a lot of times they're they're a little bit of an underserved constituency, and uh, you know we work with guys who who are suffering moral injury. They're at uh, serious risk of death by suicide, and uh, I'm really excited about the work that we're doing saving these guys. Oh, I love what you're doing. And for those of you that don't know, we have Mike Holtman here again. He's been somebody that's been with this foundation for a long time. And before we continue, I want to give a nice shout out to our sponsors, the Coca Group and Winters Brothers Waste Systems. Both are huge supporters, of course, for our veterans and for the military. So let's let's talk about this. How long now have you been with the Heroes to Heroes Foundation? It's been about seven years. And what made you want to join them? What's your background? So I, I never served in the military, but I have a huge love of those who do, you know, who risk their lives so that I can live my life, my kids can live their lives in peace and harmony. And, you know, they put themselves at risk. And I, I have always been a huge supporter of the military. And I, uh, I, one day I was in a business club in the city and a woman was sitting at the same table, and I asked her what she was doing. And she described the, the 501c3 she founded, Heroes to Heroes Foundation. And I said, you know what? I, I got to get involved with that because it, it touches so many different aspects from, from suicide prevention, combat veterans, uh, mental health, suicide prevention, you know, just an, an incredible array of different things. And there's even an Israel component to the mission. So, you know, it, it touched so many things. I said, I just have to be part of that. I love it. Who, who is this founder? What's her name? Her name's Judy Elias. Judy. And nice shout out to Judy. Great job, Judy. Thank you for starting this Heroes to Heroes Foundation and helping our combat veterans. Now, you've spoken with a bunch of these different issues, suicide prevention, mental health, and Israel component. That is probably so valuable with what's going on right now with Israel and Gaza. Can we speak to that? Let's start off. This is relevancy and pertinency to what's happening today. A hundred percent. So uh, we have a year-long program, but in the middle, you know, about the six-month point, we send teams of vets, and we're a non-denominational charity but the, the majority of the guys who come through and women are not Jewish. But uh, there is no more spiritual place on earth than Israel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, one of the or two of the keys to what we do is that we we reconnect these vets to their faith because loss of faith is such a huge component 
in in uh, suicide. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, and the numbers today, what do they say? It's 22 veterans a day who commit suicide. Is that right? That is right. Yeah, and that's, 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 that's the, so troublesome to hear that data. And that's the official number. The number is probably higher than that. Right. Yeah, that's only so, what's reported. Exactly. Which is so, so sad. Actually, when our vets go to Israel, they IDF soldiers travel with them, and the IDF soldiers are suffering in much the same way as you can. So moral injury, for those who aren't familiar, is when you see something or do something uh, so abhorrent, so against every every value that you have that, I mean, basically you can't live with yourself. And, you know, I think back to October 7th when IDF soldiers had to go into these uh, kibbutz and to the, the place where the concert was and what they must have seen, what they must have experienced is pretty much the definition of moral injury. Moral injury, man. You, you got to think about this. As I'm looking at it overall as where is our government, where is the public, where are they to support the people in need who have given all for our country? And I firmly believe this is why it's incredibly necessary to have our to create have nonprofits like these created because it allows really the public to become engaged on these important issues. Absolutely. You know what? You can only you can only hear about it and you know maybe you talk about it but until you really get into it and really see what's going on really you know I've spent time with the veterans who come through our program and you know they're they're hurting yeah and what's what are these programs like what, like how does it operate how does it work from beginning to end so it's you know to to put a, a catchy tagline on it so we take these vets from suicidal ideation to community reintegration and a big I love that. aspect is peer support mm -hmm. so you know the 12-month program you know the first six months are really helping to teach them that what they've done you know what they've experienced that they're that they're not the horrible people that they that they may think that they are and you know there's a big a big problem when these vets come home in terms of not just uh you know they they isolate themselves they sometimes self medicate themselves but you know there's a loss of family there's a loss of uh, marriages there's a loss of connection with children and uh you know the first 6 months help to help to bring them back into a semblance of community but then the second 6 months really helps to reintegrate them into that community and you know we try and and get spouses and and partners involved you know to, to basically teach them uh, a lot of the same things that we're teaching the vets and it's uh you know it's critical because you know sometimes when guys come home they're they're so estranged from their from their significant others that they're, they're not getting the support that perhaps they they really need so by teaching other members of the family what it is that they're going through how we're helping to to bring them back to community you know it, it's really quite an effective program who's providing uh, these services for the veterans and their families and others uh we have so we have medical uh 
affiliates. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Judy's husband is a is a medical doctor, and we have other uh, people who are medical professionals. But a lot of what's done are vets who've come through our program. So we we vet vets who come through the program who are in a position where they want to be coaches of, oh, I love of the new vets. So veterans helping veterans. Exactly. Oh, that's support. great. Yeah. Yeah, that's that yeah. peer-to-peer support. So you have that medical professionals who are on staff and able to assist, but it's really those veterans being able to connect with each other because they can say, I've been there. I know exactly what you've gone through. I know exactly how hard it was with coming back, and we're here to walk you through over these next 12 months, over this next year, we're on a journey together to integrate. They're they're on the journey beyond the 12 months, too. These guys, you know, on all of the the teams that have come through, and I think now we're up to close to Team 40, they are in constant contact with each other because, you know, the reality is that even if they're out of the program, issues come up, stresses come up, uh, you know, the need to talk comes up. So... You know, whether it's somebody on their team or whether it's an IDF soldier from who's in Israel, they always have people that they can talk to. Because, again, as you said, the peer to peer is critical. Now, these veterans who are supporting each other, is it in person? Is it also remote? Can you work? Is it is it Zoom? Is it conferencing like that? Like, are these veterans from all over? Is it just Long Island, just Suffolk County, Nassau County? Where 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 does uh, it range from? These guys are from all over. They are, and uh, yeah. you know, we we do have periodically in person, but a lot of what's done is Zoom. A lot of what's done is WhatsApp. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, just different, all of the different ways you can think of that keep them in touch with each other. And it's, uh, I mean, it's it's such a valuable tool that it, uh, you know, it it defies the imagination how valuable it is. What have you, from what stories, if you can disclose, but what stories would you say you've learned from uh, these veteran-to-veteran interactions where you're seeing a lot of the hardships that many of these veterans are coming home with they're encountering? Have you learned any of, those, any of that information or material or, or heard of stories that really highlighted this program? Well, one, one, story that in, one story in particular that always strikes me and really points out you know, moral injury and what it's all about, we had uh, one vet whose family actually contacted Heroes to Heroes. Their son didn't really want to be involved. He reluctantly came to Newark Airport to fly to Israel, didn't really communicate with anybody. And uh, when they were in Israel, one of the uh, places that they go is Yad Vashem. And for those who don't... Yeah, where's Yad that? Vashem, it, that's, in, uh, that's in Jerusalem, but it's okay. the Holocaust Museum. Okay. And... The last exhibit in the Holocaust Museum is a candle for every child killed by the Nazis. And when this vet came out of Yad Vashem, he called everyone together. You know, he was someone who really didn't communicate with anyone. And he said, I have a story that I need to tell. And he told the story of how he was with his platoon in Iraq. A father and the son came up on on them. The father gave his son a gun and told the son to kill the infidels. This soldier who had a son at home had to kill the 10 year old. And he also killed the father 
but you know, here is a perfect description of moral injury. Yeah. Who who kills a ten year old boy? And you know, even more impactful and painful by virtue of the fact that he had a uh, a son around the same age at home. And you know, you talk about an example of doing something so abhorrent, so against everything you hold as as society. You know that he couldn't live with himself. But what he what Yad Vashem did for him, what going through that last exhibit of a candle for every child killed by the Nazis did for him, it showed him the difference between being a, a sociopathic murderer mm-hmm. and a soldier doing what he needed to do to to save his his platoon mates' lives and. That was a key triggering for him that helped him to to get onto a path towards healing. Wow. That is, I mean, that's captivating. And so, yeah. I mean, those, it's very difficult for people to even swallow that, uh, that, that visual, that story. Uh, but it's real. Absolutely. This is real. I mean, this is the real world that people right. who are comfy and cozy at home don't yep. truly recognize and the, and, the, and at the end of the day they're humans you know they have to remember they're, they're they're humans it's funny you say you know comfy and cozy i always you know i live on the north shore of long island and you know around where i live people's biggest problem is you know whether or not they're going to get a uh, table at rothman's on friday night <laughs> and that's not uh, you know that's not that's not life right. for for 99.9% of the people, you know, and especially I think it's only 1% of Americans serve in the military. And how can we not support the people who who put their lives on the line so you can go to Rothman's on Friday night? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who can live with that peace and security at home, right? Be able to put your head on the pillow at night and not worry about a bomb dropping or missile shooting in the middle of the night. I mean, that's that's God a pleasure. Well. And especially, exactly. Especially what you're seeing now across the world, like people need to wake up and recognize that we have those right here at home who are keeping us safe to make sure that we don't have occurring here in our homeland compared to what's happening across the world. It's magnificent. I love the fact that you're given your time specifically becoming. I also enjoy the fact that you're not you weren't a military person, but you've recognized how important it is to still be supportive of our military. Right. A hundred percent. You know what? I've always been, uh, I've always focused on national security. I've always focused on military. I'm, I'm, I, I may be an anomaly in, uh, in my surroundings, but you know, those are the things that have always been extremely important to me. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Mike, what's your background now with work wise? What do you do for a living? Uh, I own Hallmark Abstract Service. We're a title insurance provider okay. for uh, residential and commercial real estate transactions in New York. And you work and, all throughout the island, all, all throughout New York State? Oh, absolutely. All and, different uh, residential. Can you can you talk more about that, How uh, what you offer and how people can reach you? Sure. So, you know, residential and commercial. My partner is my wife. We started the company in 2008. I love a good family and, business, uh, baby. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, a lot of people say they can't do that, but uh, no, it's, it's great. And, um, I think, you know, we differentiate ourselves 
in a variety of different ways. You know, they people think that title insurance is a commodity. Right. We don't view it that way, but uh, if anyone ever wanted to speak because, um, you know, they have questions or just want to learn more, you know, they can always reach us at 516-741-4723. And uh, anyone can email me at any time about Heroes to Heroes, about title insurance, about anything at uh, mhaltman at hallmarkabstractllc.com. And that's Haltman, H-A-L-T-M-A-N. M. Holtman. So let me let me ask you with title insurance. Yeah. That's all now for people that are buying homes, people that are what about and then commercial real estate, they're buying commercial real estate and they need that assistance. They can go to you to make sure you're covered. So God forbid anything happens to your building or all or if there's any contention, if you own it, you have the insurance to cover you, correct? Exactly. So basically title insurance Unlike a lot of insurance that's forward-looking, title insurance looks back. And for a buyer of property, it makes sure it ensures that you're getting good, clean, clear title to your property. Right, which is the ownership for people that don't know. It's the private ownership of a home and making sure there's no contests in that ownership. And they said, oh, actually, the person that sold you that home or sold you that building uh, isn't the... didn't actually have the title and deed to do so. <laughs> right. So and there's the and, and for people are laughing about probably a homeless is like that doesn't happen. It's like it does, it has, it does, it does yeah. and it has. Yeah. And why would you need that? Because what can litigate? Because what does what does that look like? Litigation costs, correct? And and Mike, you know this. If that does occur, people now have to be on guard if they're home and they can't going back to that peace of mind and sense of security and being able to put your head on the bet on the pillow. You can't have that because you don't know if you've known this home. Absolutely. And, and uh, I'll, I also have, if anyone's interested in Nassau and Suffolk, you can, you know, I know they have these commercials for home title lock all the time where you can pay them a monthly thing to make sure that no one's screwing with your, with your deed. Uh, you, can, you can enroll with Nassau and Suffolk for free. And if anyone ever is doing anything. If anything ever goes on with your property, you'll be notified. So it's a very valuable uh, tool that's free. Yeah, so, see? And people don't even know how to get that, but they can do that by getting in contact with you. And what's your email one, one more time? It's M-H-A-L-T-M-A-N at Hallmark Abstract LLC.com. I love it. And we got a couple more minutes. I wanted to ask you about the events coming up for Heroes to Heroes Foundation. What do you do to host for people that want to get involved, people want to contribute, people want to participate? Do you have any events that you host each year that people can be a part of on Long Island? Absolutely. Well, actually, our event this year is going to be in Westchester. But Excellent. Uh, where, so what, where, what is that event? It's a uh, golf outing. It's our 14th annual charity golf outing. It's going to be at Sunningdale and St. Andrew's Golf Clubs in, in Scarsdale. So, you know, just north of uh, of Long Island. But uh, it's a fantastic event. We have veterans who've been through our program who come and speak. It's, uh, it's extremely uh, inspiring. Uh, it's extremely patriotic. And uh, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. It's a great day. And we, uh, you know. When is that date? Uh, July 22nd. July 22nd. That's a Monday, I'm assuming, right? Old golf outing is always it, Mondays. Uh, the 22nd actually might be a Thursday. Is I it? I think it's a Monday. You're correct. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, usually every golf outing I know is always Mondays. They try to have yeah, a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. But it's, it's, a, uh, it's a fantastic day. You know, it's filled with, uh, you know, great business people 
who who support us. Mm. And uh, if anyone's interested in being on our golf committee or, or learning more and potentially going, again, just reach out to me. I, we would love to have you. Yeah, I think that's great. Always adding, looking for more people to be a part of it, gaining that community. And what I like is what you just said about the businesses. These are business-minded folks. So these are people that are looking to grow their businesses, help you grow your businesses for those who are in the entrepreneurial mindset. But at the same time, you're also in this on the same pathway for a good cause that all of you Absolutely. have like-minded, harmonized interests that you can be married together yeah. on, which is great because Absolutely. it's something that's important. You want to know the people you're doing business with are on the same mindset as you. You, you know what? It's the uh, I always use the phrase "no like trust." You want to you want to trust the people you're doing business with, and uh, this is a great way to build that trust because you're working on something that's so critically important. Absolutely, I, I, I've and trust is key. You know, if you're going to be together, right? What do they say? You got to be. Are you going to be in the foxhole? together do you want them in the foxhole with you and you always want to make sure you got them in your foxhole right that's right you don't want to be in a foxhole with uh, people who you don't think you're who you don't think they got your back well we got your back and we got heroes to heroes foundations back ladies and gentlemen mike holtman board chair of heroes to heroes foundation this is your co-host mike lepetri the nonprofit voice saying see you later